Yes, welcome to church. <laughs> We're all getting on. Yes. yes. Hey, if, if you don't recognize, if you don't recognize the um, YouTube, the uh, the Room. church setting today, <laughs> uh, we are in the How middle. Like most of you, I'm sure. By the way, <laughs> in the middle of because of quarantine. Um, um, happy to change things because that's what Daniel. Because that's what Daniel does. <laughs> Uh, I bet I cook uh, and I, and I come in from cooking and uh, the rooms are yeah. different. <laughs> so it's going to take a minute because I I may have been more than I can chew. But anyway, happy Father's Day, honey. Thanks, baby. Happy Happy Father's Day. I happy like, Father's Day to everybody yes, out there. Happy Father's Day to, to everyone. Every, every father, every spiritual father, yes. every yet to be father. Every yet to be dad. Um, and uh, you know we really do. I thank uh, I thank God for the spiritual dads that were that were in my life yes. and the spiritual dads that are still in my life. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah. for for some of you, for some of us who are are missing fathers today, whether be, because of distance or because um, uh, of other reasons, uh, you know, we we just know uh, that our our heavenly Father is in the midst of it with us right now, and um, He never leaves us, He never forsakes us, um, and He can He can exchange. We were praying for that beforehand. We can exchange that that garment of sorrow, yeah, whether, the you know, spirit, the spirit of heaviness, the spirit of heaviness to the garment of praise. So yeah, and I just um, I we carry you in our hearts today. Yeah, especially we've already been praying for you and. Um, and I'm just grateful, Hunt, that you have um, been present for so many people that have needed a spirit, spiritual love, tangible love, yes, guidance, discipleship, leadership, strength, insight, wisdom, <laughs> on and on and on for everything that's seen and especially for all that is unseen that goes um, goes beyond the public eye. Uh, I love you. I love you. I'm kind Thanks, of a fan. <laughs> that that makes my heart. <laughs> Woo! We're gonna say you need to take a break. <laughs> just a kiss. Just a kiss. My it was son, just a kiss. I know. Like... Jake just went like. <laughs> just a kiss. All the dads know what I'm saying. Go ahead, dads. Have a Father's Day. Hey, we we uh, we uh, you know um, we had a a really. Um, Special night on Friday night. Oh yeah, such a special sure. night. So uh, honoring um, yes. Juneteenth uh, with our Black community and yes. celebrating that um, the 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 independence, the freedom. Mm. Because that that's you know we we should be so excited about freedom because that's Jesus came to set us free, right? Mm. Uh, it is for freedom that Christ came to set us free, yeah. um, so that we no longer be slaves. Not only the sin, but the effects of sin in this world and the effects of sin in this world are to break people, to keep people oppressed, uh, to keep people without hope, um, to keep people living in less than than what God created, created the world yeah. to be. And so uh, I, I, I'm really glad that on Friday I got to be reminded um, that, that uh, God is doing that yeah. and he's still doing that uh, around the world. So yeah. um, we just want to honor that yeah. this weekend. So what, what a great. Yeah, we're going to ju- yeah. Yeah. So jump in because we have a lot to say. Today. Can, I say <laughs> can I just say hi to our guest first? Uh, sure. There, awesome. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I, I want to make you feel welcome. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, anyway, maybe, maybe you're not a dad, by the way, uh, and you're here. Um, hey, look, if, if this is your first or second time uh, yes. checking out Connect, we are really glad welcome, that you are welcome. here. And uh, we'd love to get a chance to get to know you over the next little bit. So just let us know uh, that, you're, that, that you're around. Put, just put a comment in on whatever Facebook, I mean, whatever platform you're using. We just, we really do. Uh, we, we thank you for this time. We know there's a, yes. a thousand other things right now that you could be doing. 
or watching um, yeah. or Googling or whatever it is. Uh, but thank you for being here today. Yeah. Uh, we believe God, we believe God has something for everyone who's watching today. Everyone who will rewatch this yeah. uh, throughout the week. If you are watching this later on this week, I believe that God is outside of time and space and is meant mm. to manifest himself right where you are in that time slot where yeah. you're engaging with him. So yeah. let's, let's enjoy this together today. Now? Yeah, let's okay. go. <laughs> I just want to say hi to people. <laughs> um, there's a song that uh, we're just going to do the refrain of, and it's uh, by William McDowell, and it's called I Give Myself Away. And Ooh. I just think that it's it's super simple, yep. but it's so uh, so challenging to say and to mean. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to set that tone for our spirits this morning, yeah. and then we're going to pray and jump right into the Word. My life is not my own, to you I belong, I give myself, I give myself to you, my life is not my own, to you I belong. I give myself, I give myself to you. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away so you can use me. Daddy, may that be our prayer today, that we may give ourselves away, first and foremost to you, with nothing held back. All to Jesus yes. I surrender. Yes, all to all Jesus. All to you I freely give. That, Daddy, you may, as we give ourselves to you, that you may use us to be given away to the world around us, that they may know that we are your disciples because yes. of love. Because of love. Move today in this place. Move in our yes. lives. Move in our yes. living rooms, yes. our hospital rooms. Yes. Move in our cafes, wherever we're watching yeah. today. Lord God, move, I pray. We open our hearts to you today. Open our ears, Holy Spirit. Open our eyes, Holy Spirit. Yes. Open our Amen. hearts Amen. to receive and engage with, the, with, with you like never before. To encounter Jesus like never before. To love yes. him like never. Jesus, we want to love you yes. like never before. That is our profession today. We give you the glory and the honor, and we ask you to do whatever you need to do. Whatever. Whatever. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's, uh, oof. Man, I, I, I went to church already here. Like, that, Me that's too. so, right? woo. And may that be our, hey, Connect Church, if, if, this is your, if this is your home, let that be your prayer this week. Mm. I give myself away yeah. to Jesus. I give myself away to the Father. I give myself away to the Spirit. I give myself away to others, to love the Lord your God with all you've got and love yes. other people as yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, today, if you look, if you brought your Bibles or you need to go get your Bibles or you have a iPad, a phone, turn with me to Acts chapter 12. We are still in Acts. I know. I'm kind of loving it. I kind of am too. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope that you've been reading uh, Acts, yes. getting involved and yes. not just kind of waiting for what we're 
doing. I believe that Holy Spirit, the uh, he, he he actually speaks and leads people where they are at home, mm -hmm. right? So, oh, yeah. you know, this is a powerful this is a powerful thing when we get into the Word of God. So, Acts chapter twelve, Acts is the fifth book of the New Testament, um, and today the title, if you need a title, it's with unchained hands. Uh, that we we are really called to live this life with unchained hands um, in, uh, towards God, towards others, and. You know, just kind of set the 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 background here, D, which is it, it's so uh, relevant to where we are. Mm. You know, there's these the, the the church was having all these great successes, right? They're growing, they're multiplying, the spirits falling. <laughs> Paul, the great enemy of the church, gets saved. I mean, the Holy Spirit's poured out on Gentiles, even them, yeah. even us, right? Yeah. Or included um, a Roman centurion, like gets saved. A right. Roman centurion, like. This is awesome. And then all of a sudden, what in the world just happened? Right. All of it, and like out of the blue, like what what just happened? Where, where did this come from? And and maybe I don't know. Have you ever felt like that? Like uh, like as in right now, Andrew, wait a minute. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. <laughs> uh, smile. Uh, I love him so much. Andrew, we love you. Um, and just this, the, like, if you felt like that, like in this pandemic, I felt like this, in this, in this craziness of tornado, uh, tornado, like the last <laughs> year and a half, like everything was like goes so well. And then bang, where in the world, what's going on? How did this things happen? How did we get here? Yeah. Um, and I think one of the things that we want to help talk about today is that, that pressure in our life is meant to produce something. It actually mm -hmm. leads us to holiness if we we'll allow it to. And sometimes we run from pressure. We cry about pressure. We, yeah. all right, we bicker because there's pressure. We, we try to, to let up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just trying to get goal. through the pressure, right? But, <laughs> yeah. but it's really meant to lead us to holiness. And, and, and that's why we need a change of view on some of that. And, and I know that, Dee, we have this, I think we have a prophetic message today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, kind of for the church. Yeah. And so... Um, the, we're going to do today is going to be uh, a little even more a different. I feel like, I feel like we've tapped out on different. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're sitting in our house and yeah. we're having church and, and, nope. and we're in a different room because I've kind of destroyed it and I'm not <laughs> sure if I can get it back. And you know, there's everything going on outside. Yeah. And I feel like we've, we should have tapped out and yet we're going to be more different today. Um, is that a thing? Well, more look, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it well. Yeah. So uh, the, the way that God has just kind of unfolded today to us was very distinct. Um, and so Kyle's going to kind of share what he is, what he has been like shown inside of the scripture. And then I'm going to do that again from a totally different perspective. And I think that it's really important yeah. that we um, live inside of our calling right now for all of you. And I think that right now people are so distracted by so much pain, so much uncertainty, so much upheaval um, between our political situation, our economic situation, the race situation, the lifestyle situation yeah. that we got going on here. I think that all of these things are simultaneously happening in the natural. We can just be holding on, waiting for it to get over. But I think our job is to locate the times for yes, people, um, especially with the prophetic presence that God has um, in Connect. And so I think that we just want to make sure that we've awakened to something fully. And if we haven't, that we awaken to it like this morning, yep. um, because it's not stopping for us. But all of the undoing that we see, um, it's going towards something that's spiritual. Amen. This is not Amen. just something that's happening to our economy, that's yeah. happening to 
everything else that you can probably sector off. This is truly something that is a precursor and a tell of something that has been stirred in the spirit. And we don't want you to be caught unaware. You know, for a long time, God had us telling the church, what would you do yeah. if, if you no didn't <laughs> have a yes. church to go to yes. for a, a long amount True. of time? We True. talked about this, right? True. Because the spirit of God knows things beforehand. Yes. He wasn't just trying to get us to be able to prepare to last through a race crisis or an economic crisis or a health crisis. He was trying to give us a heads up for what is to come. Oh. So this morning, that's where we want to really direct your attention, really direct the attention of your spirit long after yeah. this hour with us. Yeah. Yep. And and like like you just said, uh, I'm going to tackle uh, what happens leading up to Peter going in prison. And then he's going to talk about what happens at Peter getting out of prison. Right. And I think that, that as we see these two things in tension with one another, we actually are strengthened by them. So let's just hop yeah. in. I'm going to look at Acts uh, uh, chapter 12, verse 1 through uh, 5. And it says, and it was about this time that King Herod, which is Herod Agrippa, uh, arrested some who belonged to the church. He arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them, as if being arrested was not persecuting them. Um, he, he had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. This is the first apostle being killed. The first apostle who's martyred is right here. Um, and then it says, when he saw that this was met with the approval among the Jews, when he saw that there wasn't resistance, he proceeded mm -hmm. to seize Peter also. This happened during the, the, the festival or the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church earnestly began to pray to God for him. Now, before we even hop in there, can I just show you that, by the way, uh, prayer is often answered two different ways. Um, they were praying for James and he died. They were praying for Peter and he miraculously survived. Um, and regardless of the answer, life or death, God is good. And that, that's what we have to wrestle with. See, because I know what we want to do is wrestle with just Peter. Well, look, see, God rescues Peter. Uh-huh. But it wasn't James's lack of faith. I can promise you that he was yes. a son of thunder. Yes. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, the, the, that he, he was wrong. Well he didn't pray well enough. They didn't do the formula. That, 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 that God uses different circumstances and situations of pressure to release things in his people. And that's what I want to talk about today, because pressure either promotes holiness or selfishness. Oh, say that again. Pressure that we go through either promotes holiness or selfishness. It either asks wow. us the question, what needs to grow in me yeah. or why is this happening to me? <laughs> And that, that, let's be honest, I know we don't want to be the second one, but a lot of times we are the second one. And that's the problem because see, there are forces internally and forces externally that squeeze us. Mm -hmm. the, but they squeeze us. Listen to stay with me. They squeeze us towards holiness. It's what the purpose right. is yes. that we're moving towards. And we have to get church. Please hear me mm -hmm. in this American church, 21st century American church. I need I, 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 we have to hear this. We've got to get a pressure, a theology of pressure, not just prosperity, a theology of suffering, not just of success, oh. a, a theology of trial, not just triumph. Yes. We have to. Now, I, I believe that God delights in the prosperity of his children, no doubt. But then the Bible says we have to be partakers of the sufferings of Jesus as well. And why? So that we can become more like him. Oh, uh, that's the end goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was the end goal. Oh. I mean, when you get a hold of 2 Timothy 3.12, it says, if you want to live a godly life, you got to suffer. 
And I'm thinking, no, I would, I want the, can I just have the prosperity aspect of it? And the just success living a life that had no suffering is not holiness. Correct. It's kind of like allowing suffering to do what it's meant to do, exactly. produce holiness. Yielding to yes. that so yes. that it is as unto the Lord. Lord. Absolutely. <laughs> not as unto relief. Because if not, now say with me, uh -huh. what DJ says is important. Because if we, if not, that theology would say just let people stay in suffering. Because right. it makes them holy. Yeah. That's what people have done. Yeah. Poverty makes you holy. It's closer to God. No, no, no. Poverty is of the devil. Come on, somebody. Suffering. It, it, we were never meant to stay in suffering. It's mm -hmm. meant to produce holiness yes. that causes a rising in the world around us, an elevation yes. of society, that. of people, of love for one mm -hmm. another and for Jesus. James and Peter both are examples of this. Mm -hmm. One was, uh, one was a, a suffering. The other was success. One yes. was a right trial. One was yes. uh, a triumph. But this is what what it's trying to do. And I think the we have to see how the enemy works because some of the some of the pressure that's put on is of the enemy. Yes. The enemy puts pressure on us because yeah. his goal and and God's goal are different. Right. But they use the same me me mechanism sometimes. This will mess with your theology. It, it will if actually. You think that it's just as all unto good as we define it, uh, as all unto like our benefit because we're still sitting here talking about. The martyrdom of James. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it. When you feel like you're going through it and you're not really going through it because we're not, I'm not sitting here being martyred at the right. moment. Correct. But I will tell you, his testimony still testifies. Absolutely. And, and he, look, I read the back of the book. We win. I get it. But this is what we have to recognize. There are some things we won't win in yes. until, on this side of the veil. There are some things we won't win in on this side of the veil. And some people will win like Peter and yeah. some people won't win like James. But God is still good. And that the, it's the goodness of God that's leading us, that's, that's leading us through this pressure, whether he is applying it or the enemy's applying it. Yes. So sometimes we have to that's understand good. how the enemy works. And this is why, because that's Ephesians 6, 11 tells me that I have to understand the schemes of the enemy so mm -hmm. I can, I can stand up and fight against them. Yeah. And, and what we see in this text is how the enemy works. He starts with the small things. He starts with oh. small things, and then there's no resistance. So that he goes unnoticed. So, too. Exactly. It's like so, when your kid sneaks totally. a cookie, and then all of a sudden you open the you open the bag, and all the cookies are, are gone. gone. Yeah, but you don't notice Jake. it. <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies from Nanny. Jake. I'm not saying. Oh, did I say that out loud? Jake. Uh, but it is no, right. It's, right, it's like correct. it's very it's very strategic. The, you start with you start. Look in the hierarchy of things. He he Herod started with things that were seemingly inconsequential to the church right yes. uh, to people right people he started with people that the, the public didn't know yeah so he starts with small things little things no resistance right, right. then it, then he goes bigger and then he goes then it goes to secret things because the bible says he beheads james he yeah. kills james but it seems like not publicly because the public's mm. like oh i, I we and or, he's fed by the lack of resistance correct the that's, enemy what, is that's, fed what, by that's that. where we're going fed by this right? then because there's no resistance he goes public and, it, and is emboldened by this generational acceptance. Mm. There's this generational acceptance by the Jewish people that say, yeah, what you're doing is right. It's not wrong. So it, he works to, he starts small, then gets secret, then goes, go, oh. then gets bigger, public. And it's all about oppression. Isn't this the way sin works, by the way? Yes. Sin works with just all these little small things that we give into without surrender, 
to grace, our, our willingness to surrender to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And the enemy sees them as puzzle pieces, but we just think they're one-off moments. Oh, of course. So we just he's, think like, he oh, is he's moving doing them all around. Absolutely and he's right. Like, you don't understand. They're all yep. going to come this together. This little compromise here, uh -huh. this little compromise there, this little yeah. compromise there that are all small things. Then it goes to the secret things. That's Then it goes to the secret yeah. things. You know what, Kay, by the way? You just need to keep, don't worry if we don't get through whatever we don't get through. I really sense like the spirit of God is super duper on you today. So like, oh, hey, we're going to be here next week. So um, if we don't if get ever, come back. if we don't ever get to this, you just yeah, I got it. I, I don't. We, yeah. we deal with like time frames and signs that being waved at us. Just go. go. Okay. Yeah, I and I appreciate. I really appreciate that. that. I just, no, no, no. I do. There's a clock. There's always a clock. There's a clock there's in your head. I know. There's a clock. I know. That's why but, I'm speaking but, to but, you. But what I hope you hear this morning, what you see in this text, is exactly what the enemy's trying to do yeah. in your life. Try to get you to compromise on little things, and, and then and then in the secret things, not not surrender to the conviction of the Holy yeah. Spirit, because the Holy Spirit's convicting us in these secret yes. things. And we're like, oh, but no one knows about them. I know, but they'll become emboldened mm. by this uh, by, by this acceptance of them. And then when we start looking around in the world and the world already accepts what we're doing in secret, then we start to live these things out. That's what James says. James chapter 1, verse 15 says that sin is birthed inside of our hearts and our desires. It gets emboldened yes. and then it gives birth to things outwardly. Because we've, we've made sense of it with our reason. So Correct. it becomes legitimate. Correct. So when we look, what we're doing, we, and we don't do, it's not like a conscious thing that we're doing, but we're putting up, oh, they do that, or they're worse. Okay, so I'm not there. Correct, correct. And it, it legitimatizes. Yeah. It, yeah. it makes legitimate, legitimatizes what you're doing because you've given reason to it. You haven't just given, you're like, oh, I know I shouldn't do that, but I just can't help it. You've actually brought reason to it. Correct. You've actually brought logic to it, and then you've brought um, uh, uh, addition to it because you're looking around and you're seeing that others are likewise. Yeah, there's no resistance of, by uh, by truth. They like yeah. so truth. We don't bring truth into this. That brings yes. the resistance to those things. It's, it doesn't mean that we'll ever conquer sin, but every time those little things come up, there needs to be a resistance, or it goes into the secret things. And when the okay. secret things, right? Because then it feeds our body, it feeds our soul, it feeds all yes. the brokenness. Yes. Then we get emboldened by those things and it becomes public. Yep. Uh, and it may not even be like that. That secret thing may not become the public thing, but the root of that secret thing, which right. is sin, becomes right. a public motivator mm -hmm. in our life. This is what we see in this moment. It, we can even see how civil authorities, how the enemy uses civil authorities in the same way. That's what yes. we're dealing with. Herod was a civil authority, and he started out with small abuses, just arresting mm -hmm. a few people here, molesting a few church people, yeah. you know, maybe taxing them, maybe maybe, maybe beating them, yes. and then releasing them small things. It's like when you see if someone's going to respond. Correct. If, if, if you hold a gun to them, right, It's, it's you're going to get one response, but you just sometimes you just... Yeah, push, poke, I poke you sometimes. Push to see. <laughs> yeah, does, I do. I nudge her sometimes just because I want to bother her. <laughs> but then, you're doing it to test the ground to see like what of the course. word says about that. And if there's a pushback, then you can. And soon, just because I've been doing this, if I started off and I was like, yeah. you know, but just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, you can get away with a lot more. And that's what we start. hundred percent. And that, by the way, that's that. It's just a little bit, a little bit. It starts to create a rocking. It starts to create momentum. Momentum. Um, and that's what ends up happening. And so, the, so yes. like Herod started out, the civil government started out abusing people in a small way 
but there was no resistance with justice. Really good. No resistance with justice. So what did it? He did it in a secret way, mm -hmm. right? Where no one really knows, right? Right? Mm -hmm. All the secret behind the way. And there was no resistance by justice. Yes. And then emboldened by the public generational acceptance of these things. Mm -hmm. Come on. He brings it into public abuses because there's no resistance with justice. So what does it mandate? It mandates God. It required God to do a supernatural move. Yeah. It required God to do a supernatural move and yeah. supernaturally change this thing. Yeah. And I believe church prophetically, that is what's going on in our the body of Christ right now. I believe that's what's going on in our nation right now, in our world right now. What we were not doing by resisting with justice, come on, come somebody. On. God had to do, start stirring something supernaturally in his people, in the body, in the world around us so that yeah. we can actually begin to see this. Because we have to understand the Herods that are out there. The Herods, both physically and spiritually, that are trying to fulfill. Mm -hmm the legacy of the grandfather come on somebody see this 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 legacy started with the grandfather Herod remember he did the same it's a generational Whoa. prejudice I did not see there that. is a generational <laughs> prejudice that is being passed down in this moment what to wipe out truth the generational prejudice was not towards just that person it was towards a truth of freedom, yes. of justice, yes. of holiness yes. he remember Herod's I mean, Herod Agrippa's grandfather Herod beheads John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. So what happens? This one turns around and beheads uh, James. Why? Because the enemy is always, listen to me, the enemy is always, let me encourage you, the enemy is always trying to remove the head from the body. The enemy is always trying to remove the head. He will use pressure to remove the head from the body. He will use a generational prejudice to remove the head from the body. He's been trying to remove the head of the home. The dads come on from the family for years with promotions. Come on with, 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 with opportunities, with, with all sorts of negativity. He's trying to remove the head from the, from the family, which is, which is the body. He's trying to remove the head of truth from the body of grace because we have this body out just every just accept everything no there's a head of truth he's trying very to remove good, the head good. of the church from the body of the church yes. you cannot listen we cannot be the body without the direct connection to the head the way the head thinks is the way the body acts the way yes. the head feels is the way the body feels the way the head sees things is the way the body sees things that's why we can easily if we remove the head from the body we actually start stop start thinking our own thoughts living our out yes. our own feelings seeing the world yes. our own way when the when the head is after we need to have we church there's a clarion call mm -hmm. for the the body of christ to fall back in love with the head of the mm -hmm. church ephesians 5 23 says jesus is the head of the church he is the head we can't yes. separate that any longer the enemy my friends will always use threats make us feel like we're not part of our own culture that we're a traitor to our own people that's what james was that's what peter was you're a traitor to your oh, own man. people you 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 you're not even part of your own culture he'll intimidate you every time you try to step up or speak out because yes. this is what he knows the yep. issue is he right. knows that all of us have a tipping point yeah, totally. where we yes. go, this is just too much, yes. too much change. They've been talking awesome. about this too long. Yes. Can't we just get to another story? Can't we just move through this pandemic and get out of this pain? There's too many people that need to change. I yeah. don't can't deal with it. You know when, well, you know when there's no longer a tipping point when you are convicted, the tipping point shatters 
when there is a deep conviction. Paul says in Romans 8.38, I am persuaded, I am convicted yeah. that nothing can separate me from the love of Jesus. I don't care what you throw at me. Do you know why he could say that? Because the pressures he went through that yeah. solidified that conviction. Man, he never, he went through all this stuff and said, I've been through it all. Yes. And I know that nothing can yes. separate me. There was a conviction yes. in there. My friends, that's why Dean and I have been talking about this conviction of holiness, oh. this conviction of yes. love in our neighbor, this conviction to justice, to rise up. And that's why I believe God's trying to create some pressure. Now, I'm going to end in just a second. But listen, this is what's so powerful. We cannot, it is not inconsequential in my eyes mm. that this happened to you on the Feast of Unleavened Bread. See, everything in the Bible is there for a purpose, and God works timing yes. out perfectly. I believe the enemy was trying to do one thing, and God was trying to do the other. The enemy was using pressure to separate us from the head. The, God was using pressure to get sin out of our lives, calling us towards holiness. Because it happens in the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Now, Unleavened Bread, yeah, the Feast out. of Unleavened Bread, uh, is, is all about getting sin out. It's all about sanctification about becoming more holy, becoming more like Jesus, actually uh, mm -hmm. getting less of us and more of him. Leaven always symbolizes in the Bible sin. Jesus says, beware right. the leaven of right. the Pharisees. Yeah. He's talking about the sin. sin. Exactly right. <laughs> and and, and what's, what's, what's so, if you understand this feast, this feast starts not before Passover, because you can't get sin out of your life. <laughs> you can't get sin out of your life before Passover. We can't get to the Feast of Unleavened Bread did not start before Passover. It was the day after Passover. The day after salvation, sanctification starts. Our lives do not end at Passover. Our lives of holiness begin at Passover. You can't be religious and try to get sin out before, but you better be holy and get sin out afterwards. And God is using pressure in this moment to actually get these things out. Leviticus 23 verse 8 says it happened for seven days. Mm. Uh, seven days. Seven is the number of completion. What's God saying? I'm going to keep doing this until that work is completed in you. I'm going to keep doing it. I'll use any means possible to get that stuff out of you. And oh, by the way, that it's sacrifices by fire. I wish he'd say sacrifices <laughs> by candy. <laughs> sacrifices <laughs> by Disney, right? But he says sacrifice by fire every day. Sacrifices by fire. Now, there are lots of ways to do sacrifices, wave offerings, free will mm. offerings. God said, nah, uh-uh. You want to get holy? Fire's involved. Fire's involved. There's going to be tribulation. There's going to be pressure. There's going to be conviction. I'm going to use stuff to burn away the dross inside of you. That's why this theology of pressure is so important because a diamond is only formed under pressure. You can either be a regular piece of coal, that's a dime a dozen, or you can allow the pressure of God and the pressure of circumstance to produce the holiness inside of you that creates something more valuable, come on somebody, than gold itself. There's a pressure to the pressure. If we're just trying to get through this season, D, we're going to miss the purpose of our pressure. And he's going to keep putting pressure on yeah. in different things. I know in my life, he keeps putting pressure on in certain areas because he's like, yeah, yeah, it hasn't done its work yet. It hasn't done its work yet. <laughs> and let me just end with this because I want you to unpack some stuff. But what I really love about this thing, and, and it hit me, I had never even seen this before. And I've read this. I've studied the feast a thousand times. In, 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 in the original moment of Exodus 12, when he's uh, uh, doing this feast, this is what he says in verse 17. Listen to this. You shall observe this feast for generations. For on this same day, I will have brought your armies out of the land. What is he trying to do? He's trying to bring armies out. Mm. He's trying to release an army into a land. Wow. 
He's Very not good. just trying to get individuals into, into wholeness. He's trying to bring an army of men and women. Come on, men. Come on, men. Come on, men, on Father's Day, it's time to rise up and become an army that is holy, that leads yeah. the family, that actually leads the charge, that is convicted, not waiting for our wives to be convicted of something, but be convicted for holiness, actually to encourage and raise up our children in the way that the Lord would have them go. Why? So that when your hands are off of them, like my hands are off my 24-year-old right now, right. hands are off, he's still going to pursue holiness, right. not because he's wearing my restraint, but because he's wearing the Lord's passion in his life. Come on, we've got to, he's raising up an army. We can't surrender. We can't surrender our own lives and we cannot surrender to civil authorities to allow them to bring small oppression. That comes to secret oppression. That comes to public oppression. Someone needs to rise up in this midst and said, I've had enough. I'm convicted that I'm going to love God with everything I've got. And I'm convicted I'm going to love my neighbor as myself. And that conviction has been solidified by the pressure I've been in in this season. I'm done. Verse six. You sure? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Wow. Can someone say amen? Somebody <laughs> shout amen. 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 <laughs> Jake's back there. Jake, amen. I mean, I can't wait to watch that back because oh. I need to be able to digest. We talk about things all week long that God is putting in our hearts. I feel such a holy stirring. I'm almost shaking. But... um but there is one thing to have awareness of some things, but you brought today, Kay, uh, not, it was, this would be on passion. It was holy, com being compelled with the holiness That's of right. God. And um, I, I just pray that what we see continuing on, what, what, what God deposited in my spirit means nothing without everything that you just said. Absolutely. Um, because you just identified the times that we have been in and that some of us will remain in if we give it permission. And God is what you said, like God is moving. Things are going to continue whether we join in or not. Yep. Like our resistance or say, I don't know, or I don't know, it's going to cost me. whatever we're saying. It's still happening. It's still going like he's not waiting. Yeah, correct. So the most correct. important thing, we have two options. We're either going to stay in unity with the enemy or we're going to come into unity with God. There's not unity with anything else. This is, there's there's two correct two two parts of this. In the, until there's resistance in the in yes. the natural and in the supernatural, in the physical and the spiritual, unless there, until there's resistance by truth, resistance by love, resistance by the Holy Spirit, and resistance by the Word of God. D, I, don't, I, I actually th those things will always because we're just going to try to then change our lives, change our behavior. Yes. Now I need to be arrested by the conviction, both internally and externally that I got to love God with everything and everything that causes me not to love God isn't worth it. Okay. So it's just, just not, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. So, so what can I, let, I just yeah, want to yeah, ask yeah. you All some right. real yeah, questions. Sure. None, no, I don't but, So you speak with that, right? With such, with such ferventness that no one can say that, that hasn't, it hasn't cost them. Right. So what you just said. Yeah. So, Put a face on that. Like, what what could it cost people to to, to, to do what you're talking about? Right. It's important. Well, it, um, yeah, it costs. It could cost you everything. It can cost you family who doesn't understand you. Things you've gone too far. 
It can cost you <clears throat> friends, both outside of the church, but lots of times inside of the church. Uh, and I know internally you say, but I know they're saying no to Jesus, but right. they're still gone. That's exactly right. And um, I know as a pastor, man, we, 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 we have to deal with this all the time. People just vanishing. Yes. And um, yes. and the, 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 the pressure, the temptation D is to water it down to make it easier. Yes. Um, yeah. Palpable across, across divides and, and, and make what we're saying be the thing that unites instead of the truth. Yeah. It's just our take on the truth. So that it it makes better for everybody, but it doesn't. Totally. make it, it doesn't really make better it better. It doesn't make it's better not for anybody. Full truth. Correct. It's like watering down bleach. Correct. And yeah, there's still bleach in there, but it doesn't have the strength that it did when it was pure. And everybody says they're willing to do those things until they happen. Mm -hmm. It's just like everybody says, "Oh, I'll never leave church until you do." It's mm -hmm. it's 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 those things. But I like for me at a deeper level, it's um, like those things are all real, but. It's willing to being willing to see yourself for for someone you wish you weren't, and I think D, like that's the the honest conversations that we have, and I've had to be willing to have yeah. is to be able to come to to the picture of ugly truth about myself, and be able to say I hate that person. And that's what I so so sometimes I think people just think like because you're a pastor or you're a Christian leader of some sort, you like come out of the womb with this living by this um, conviction. <laughs> and the truth is, is that that's not where we were for a really long time yeah. of our lives, of our, our marriage, as, our marriage yeah. as our in ministry. And you know, you would try to compel and convict me about things. Yeah. I would do the same. And even though it resonated as the truth, it never broke what the other one was trying to help break. So for you, okay, like, you know, there's certain things that you can think yeah. about, whatever you're thinking about in your mind, you can think that for a certain amount of time in your life, you tolerated um, the compromise on the line that you were willing to draw with whatever it was, yeah, right? Because the cost was so great and such a domino effect. And it's not even, by the way, people that... Um, like he was saying, if you're in relationship with whoever, they won't understand. It's also the domino effect of then other people judging the the shift in relationships yeah. because they don't understand. So the cost that we're talking about is sometimes there's collateral damage. So there are certain things, and again, it goes beyond. It goes it goes into the principles of what you're willing and not willing to do in your profession. Yeah, the absolutely. integrity that you hold or won't hold at your job. It, it's it's it changes dynamics in every part how you spend your money how you don't spend your money how you vote how you won't vote how you responded to this race crisis how you haven't responded it is there is a ripple effect and there are certain things that both for us but I'm just talking because we're talking about with you right now what what finally was started I mean, to break in you I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, here, I'm gonna say something that I hope I had to break up with myself. I was in a love relationship with myself for 40 years. And, and, and I really feel like there are some of us watching today that have to learn to break up with ourselves. And what I mean by that is like, 
recognized the unhealth that was in this relationship with me, with me, with me, and move that theology D from, you know, of course I love Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I've given my whole life. Let me show you the 800 th reasons why I love Jesus. And yet when it came down to it, I still love me more. And that is the breaking point. I have to, I literally had to come to a place in my life where I said, Kyle, I break up with you. I'm breaking up with you. There's no, there's no, uh, lose my number. I'm getting your number out of my phone. Um, there, there's, there's no callbacks. Um, and that def I think for me, that process started, you know, probably 12 years ago and it didn't happen like overnight because yes. it's what happens when you break up yes. with someone who you've been in a right. long -term relationship with, right. there's, there's dependent on yourself. Yeah. There's booty calls, uh, yeah. right. right. All those kind of things where, and, and you just kind of fall back in and, 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 and all yeah, those so kind of things. And I just like you, I had to come to this place. I didn't have to hate myself because I think that's where mm -hmm. we like, Oh, you know, you got to hate yourself. No, 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 no. My, God created me. Yes. I had to hate what I had allowed in my life that got in the way of that love that God had for me and not, and, and, and be convicted that every little thing that I let in mm -hmm. would rob me from the intimacy that would that would that would that would really set me free with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so you know what I think? I think that I think that you need to pray for people right now that can identify with what you just said. Okay. First of all, I mean we've been married a real long time. I've never heard you I've never heard that before. I never heard the explanation. I feel like I'm I I've I watched love, that. I love myself. Right. But we all—that's—that's that's why God can say love your neighbor as yourself because we we're right. like really I hate myself. Well, not, not in actuality because of what we're not willing to not feed it any longer sometimes. Correct. And I think that I, you just gave language to things that I have I've watched but didn't know how you would have articulated with the spirit. I think that there's such an anointing right now over this morning that I think that. I think for people who are like, oh my gosh, he just said it. That's yeah. it. Pray. Okay. I think for for those chains um, to fall yep. and to be able to for God to find the purpose of those hands um, because they've known one work, self work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're yeah. going to be yeah, able correct. to know another work. And correct. I think that's what that's good. Let's do. Let, let me just say this before we pray because this is what helped me. I remember one day I was looking at the um, rich young ruler, and. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, I know we're not supposed to theologically say this right, but let's just be honest. All of us have looked at him like, can't believe he walked away. How do you walk, oh, yeah, away? Yeah, How do you walk away from Jesus? Yeah. Come on, dude. I mean, yeah. you know, money, is that really what's going to keep you? Right. And I was like, oh, Jesus just pinpointed the one thing he loved more than Jesus. Right. And do you know what I love more than Jesus? Me. Me. Because I was a pretty good guy and I liked me. And I would do anything to protect that guy that I liked. And yet that guy that I liked would say to Jesus at precious times, thank you, but no thanks. At precious times. And that's what we can't handle. That's what will destroy the joy. It robs joy. You, you just get depressed. You, it robs yes. joy. 
it builds so much guilt inside that that guilt comes out in all sorts of ways. Sometimes you feel guilty, so you leave the house of God. And sometimes you feel so guilty that you're going to do whatever it takes to make things right, right. In, in those things. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Daddy, today, on this Father's Day, May the greatest father we honor be you. Father, for so many of us who have struggled with truly loving ourselves, Lord God, more than loving you, loving others. Daddy, today, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the authority of Jesus' name, we break up with those selves. We break up with ourselves. We say no to self and yes to Jesus. We say no to self and yes to the Spirit of God. We say no to self and yes to Abba, my daddy, the father above all fathers. Today, I pray that whatever is holding us, whatever generational cords, whatever fear, whatever guilt, whatever shame, whatever uh, bind, binds us inside to keep us from actually giving everything to you, that those things may be shattered, released, cut off in the name of Jesus. That, Lord God, our connection to our successes, our connections to our failures, our connections, Lord God, to the things that that, that speak and whisper those sweet nothings into our soul, which relates and creates nothings in our life. In the name of Jesus, we silence those voices, Lord God. We say no to those spiritual midnight booty calls by the past. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we say yes to you and you alone. We shatter every generational curse that is brought down to us that tries to keep us connected to those past things, those prejudices, those, those lies that have made us have our sense of identity in that thing, Lord God, in that person. And Lord God, we lay down our lives. We surrender to you today. Let this be a marked day. Let this be a, 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 a red letter day, a banner day, Lord God, for people. A day of freedom. A day of love. Every false idol shattered. Every fault we speak to those false idols, be shattered in Jesus' name. Amen. Be shattered in Jesus' name. We bind every person who is listening today, whether you know Jesus yet or not, I am binding you to the love of Jesus Christ that cannot be contained by anything in this earth or visible or invisible. Not one thing of our past, not one thing in our present, and not one thing in our future can contain, restrict or, 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 uh, the, the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus our Lord. May that love wash over Connect Church like a tsunami, Lord God. There's not one person that can withstand the love of God that is found in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 We give you the glory and the honor, Amen. Jesus. If, listen, if that is you, just yes. say yes. yes. 
If that is you, just say yes, Daddy. I agree. Yes. And together, right now, we touch these things in agreement. In Jesus Christ's precious name. And Lord, I just want to pray for anyone who is with us this morning. Yes, Lord. That um, this is the first time that they want to respond to you with their life. They've given their works. They've tried to be a good person. They've yes. tried to be an honoring person. They've tried to be a person of integrity. And this morning you have been putting puzzle pieces together for them. And you have been showing them that you are the way, that you are the truth, and you are the life. That we come to you for all of eternity only through your cross. It is by accepting your gift of salvation and salvation alone yes. that gets us to not just spend eternity with you, but gets us to be able to spend the here and now yes. with you, Hallelujah. putting our hand to the good work, to the holy work that you have called us to. So if you find yourself wanting to pray along with us this morning, I pray that you would repeat after mm. me, my father, my father, thank you. Thank you for dying on a cross, for dying on a cross and rising again and rising again for me, for me. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. For forgiving my sins. For forgiving my sins. For giving me a new life. For giving me a new life. I repent now. I repent now. And I say I'm sorry, Lord. And I say I'm sorry, Lord. For the life that I have led. For the life that I have led. Until today. Until today. Marking this morning. Marking this morning. I ask you, Lord. I ask you, Lord. To teach me. To teach me. What it means. What it means. For you to be. For you to be. The Lord and Savior. The Lord and Savior. Of my life. Of my life. Thank you for coming into my heart. Thank you for coming into my heart. And for helping me now. And for helping me now. To live for you. To live for you. And thank you for the gift. And thank you for the gift. Of spending eternity with you. Of spending eternity with you. In heaven. In heaven. In Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, yeah. babe. Wow. You're welcome. And I believe that there's people already today saying, yes. Woo! There are angels in heaven right now. Whether this that was your first time or whether that was your 500th time, mm -hmm. there are angels in heaven right now that are celebrating. Yeah, and we want to celebrate with you. Yeah. And uh, Dee, can you tell them how they can get up? Yeah. So if you if you drop us your name and address to prayer at theconnectchurch.com, we actually have a free book that we would love to send to you. Yep. No strings attached, just a book. It's called um, The Surprise of Your Life. And it was written by one of our pastors, uh, Pastor Rick Campana. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy, happy, happy Father's and, Day, Father's Day. Um, oh, what did I say? Birthday. birthday. Happy, happy well, Father's Day, Dad. I'm good for now next May. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got um, Happy Father's Day, Dad. Um, Preemptive birthday wishes. And the foreword was written by Carson Wentz. And that's happy Father's book. Day, Carson. Yes, happy Father's Day. Um, and the uh, that's the book that we actually give away at Thy Kingdom Crumb, which is our food truck that we do in connection with Carson Wentz's AO1 Foundation. So we'd love to give that to you, book free of charge. So just drop your name and your address to that email, and we'll get it out to you. Absolutely. And guys, hey, as we continue to just uh, as we get ready to wrap up service, we want to encourage you to keep giving, to keep be giving. generous, have yes. a spirit of generosity. Yes. You know, the Bible says in John thirteen thirty five. They will know that you are my disciples by your love. Mm. And love is not theoretical. It's tangible, yeah. right? He's not just saying, hey, I know if you talk about loving people. And this is the way that we part. This is the way that we partner with loving our community, yes. the community of faith, as well as the community around us. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a link tree right there, uh, a link to be able to give right where you are. But D, we're, we're going to, again, partner with TKC this week yes. in loving, tangibly yes. loving our community. So can you tell, tell Yeah, tell on that. Thursday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., we are um, going to be opening up the parking lot of our church, which is at 1110 South Cornell Avenue. And we are In Cherry Hill. 
Oh yeah, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh wait, oh oh two. And um, and we're going to be giving away free uh, food boxes. Food boxes. I couldn't. I was like, what yeah. is that word? Groceries. The rosé. So free grocery boxes, and it's going to be get one, give one. Yep. Yeah. So what we do is that we give you one, and we also then give you one to give to someone else that would truly be blessed and benefit from it. Um, they. It's first come, first serve. Yeah. When we run out, we run out. It's uh, two boxes. It's two box yep. max per vehicle. Yep. Um, two box max per vehicle. So get that word out because. As you've heard, it has been a phenomenal response. It is such an uplifting time. Yeah. People just leave completely uplifted. Their smiles on their faces and Dude, in their hearts. Can we tell them? A bus came through last yes, week. Yes, it, it was so cool. It was crazy. It was lovely. It was, just, it. It was great. Yeah. But can I just say this? You know, um, look, if, if you're part of Connect, if you need a food box, please, please. come and show up. Like it's, it's part of giving. It's part of what we do. <laughs> but but we've had so many people from church come through to pick up boxes to give them away as yes. well. And that's why give one get yes. one. There's no questions about why you're getting these things. Yes, this is it. just sow it into other people's yeah. lives. And by the way, it's so you know, D and I are, we're out there all the time, and it's such a great when people from church show up. Doesn't I miss like, seeing your faces. I know, so just so come. Wonderful. So two to four so on Thursday. Yeah, and our kids' um, service is going to follow this on our YouTube channel. Uh, that's at twelve p.m. today. So yep. happy Father's Day again. We love all of you. We miss all of you, miss terribly, you guys terribly. But we're thankful. We're, and I, I've said to you before. I'm thankful that you keep giving because it shows us that you're still with us. I know, right? right? Exactly. Because we can't see you, but we feel you and we sense you. And and we know that um, we sense you. And when you put your money into something, then you know that you're like you're in yeah, it to where win it. Where your treasure is, your heart. Will where be. your treasures are. So thank you. I just want to say for me to you, thank you for continuing to give, and thank you for continuing to show, show up, up here and be, and not just say, oh, "I'll watch it whenever it's comfortable," but coming together as a church. Yeah. And having service it's together, important, right? it it's is. important to us. It really is. No, but I actually do believe it's important. I, ah, I, yeah. I, look, if we believe that there's a spiritual es essence to, to life, yeah. then then we have to believe that when we come together in this, even if we're not in the same room, spiritually we're coming together as one. Yeah. And 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 it's not that you can't watch yeah. it later on and it, and, and it be yeah. powerful, but there is an extra, this is, there's, I believe without a shadow of doubt something spiritually powerful yeah. about when we decide to all get together uh, yeah. at 11 o'clock on Sunday so, morning. So if you can be here um, with us in real time, that's a great that's a great thing. And we're going to be together again on Tuesday, Tuesday night oh. at 7 p.m. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to I want to invite you. I'm going to teach on what the Bible really says about slavery, um, because I know mm -hmm. right now there's a lot of questions yeah. about what the Bible says and doesn't say. It's a tough question. And it's a tough question. And I, I, I want to be able to give some biblical approach yes. to that and for us to be able to wrestle yes, with it together. So love yeah. it. All right, guys. So we we send you off into your day. Love you. Hopefully different than you came into it. <laughs> Make the most of it. We love you yes. guys. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Ooh, miss you, miss you, miss love you, miss you all so very much. We really do miss you. It's true.